0: This is Dan Myler, host of the longest running Dynasty Fantasy Football podcast in the industry, the DLF Dynasty Podcast. Join me and my co-hosts, Ryan McDowell and Matt Price from DynastyLeagueFootball.com as we use 60-plus years of Dynasty experience to analyze news, walk through startup and team-building strategies, and highlight trade targets to keep you on top of your Dynasty League year-round. It's a different topic each week on the DLF Dynasty podcast, but the common theme is always the same, helping you build the ultimate Dynasty roster. Join me, Dan Myler, along with Ryan McDowell and Matt Price each week year round for the DLF Dynasty Podcast.
2: Fantasy football family, what's going on? We're back with another week of uh, Off the Line Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Eugene. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at FantasyGenes, G E N E S. Uh, you can also find our official Twitter handle at Off the Line FF. Uh, we're here, you know, it's championship week. Um, hopefully, uh, you, you made it to this point. I have two teams out of my 17 that have made it to this point.
0: Same uh, here, man. Same here.
2: Covid and Covid has done a number. So if you made it to this this point of the season, then uh, salute because it's not it's not easy. So um, hopefully we we touch on like uh, uh, important players for this this last week of the season um, in order to you know hopefully win some some fantasy matchups and some some championships, some championship belts, some rings, trophies, whatever the case may be for your league. So
0: some moolah.
2: Yeah, <laughs> to the other host of the show, Ike. What's going on? How you doing? How you feeling this week?
0: Uh, well, I've been better. Um, I can be found on Twitter at uh, just underscore Ike09. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been better. Uh, you know, like you said, seventeen teams, only two championship uh, uh, teams. I mean, look, I think at the end of the day, I'll take it. You know, COVID kind of ravaged a lot of people. Um, you know, this season, and it's been a pretty chaotic year um, for the most part. So, um, you know. Two out of seventeen. Hopefully, I can cash in on to, on those two and have some uh, championship glory. Um, you know to you know to kind of celebrate. Yeah. But you know before we before we before we dive into all that, we did get some news earlier. Um, you know, just maybe like an hour ago, that um, the legend John Madden passed away. Um, mm. You know, RIP John Madden. It's you know it's a real sad day for you know football fans um, all across the world, and you know those of you that you know you know, grew up playing Madden, I mean, that kind of shaped your childhood, right? I mean, it kind of shaped your, you know, shaped how you grew up and playing video games with your friends. And, you know, Madden was usually at the very forefront of it. So um, this is a pretty, uh, you know, kind of sad day for, you know, football fans everywhere and just kind of the impact that he had, you know, across the NFL for so many, for so many years. It's just uh, it was it was it was immense and, and he'll be missed. Yeah, he will,
2: man. Like like you said, he did shape. I mean, he shaped our childhoods where where uh, I remember them early '90s, you're playing uh, Madden '92, '93 on on Super NES, and you're just like trying to relive those moments outside. I, I mean, I still remember his voice when he used to do commentating like a bunch of the Cowboys games. Yeah. Um, so it's just you know the Madden game will live on the the uh, live on his legacy or whatnot, but he's definitely gonna be a voice and a, a figure figure uh, to be missing the NFL.
0: Yeah, even you know throughout college, you know, just one one question that you would always ask your homeboys. Hey, when we get on the sticks? When we get on the Madden? Yep. yep. That was like one thing that was just the, uh, you know, with regularity, you just asked yep. your ask your homies, you know, when you going to get get on the sticks and you, you know, deemed yourself the Madden king because you used to whoop ass all the time. That was yep. me by the way. I was I was the Madden king <laughs> in college. Uh ask 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 about me. Ask about me. <laughs> but um but yeah, man, it's uh, you know, we we want to just do whatever we can to kind of celebrate his legacy and um, honor him. Uh, he was, you know, he'll, he'll be missed, man. He'll be missed. Which would be,
2: which was kind of crazy because you know Fox did the the little documentary, uh, yeah, before the games today. I didn't cat, uh, uh, I didn't catch it, but I definitely need to watch it. It was just, it was just perfect timing when that documentary came out. So,
0: yeah, yeah, so it was like what last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, you know, just kind of, you know, switching gears uh, to to, to kind of dive into a lot of the fantasy takeaways that we have. Um, I'd be remiss if I didn't start the show with our Cowboys whooping that ass, the Washington football team, and their heated benches, uh, 56 to 14, and uh, our, you know, our offense, you know, we're not on cylinders. We called this last week. We were on, uh, shout shout out to uh, uh, Kamuman Jones. We were on their show last week. Um, We we called this, you know, this air show that was going to take place. Yep in Dallas on Sunday night. Cause you know, it just felt like the ultimate get right spot and, you know, Washington was kind of limping in. They were, you know, on a short week. And, you know, Dak, Dak and the Cowboys, you know, passing, passing attack was just clicking on all cylinders. He had 322 yards and four touchdowns in the first half, in the first half, you know, he would have been on pace for, you know, more than a Joe Burrows, you know, 525, but you know, we, we took our foot off the gas, you know, you know, uh, and we'll we'll get we'll we'll get to Joe Burrow here, um, here here later on. But yeah, you know, you know, Amari Cooper was in the media earlier this week saying, "Hey, um, I'm frustrated. You know, we, um, you know, we're not calling the same plays we were calling earlier in the season, and we're 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 kind of being a little too conservative. So that was, you know, obviously, you know, the squeaky wheel uh, game um, coming, and you know, a lot of us kind of saw that coming. And he had seven catches, 84 yards, and a touchdown. Um, that his touchdown. Um, was right before the half, and um, Dalton Schultz also had a good game, eight catches for 82 yards and a touchdown uh, on his end. So, um, you know, the the Cowboys' offense, they I mean, they're back. Uh, you know, they they just needed to return home. They just played three three straight road games, so it's it's tough to a play on the road and b win on the road. And we actually, you know, won both you know all three games on the road um, by a combined 32 points. So that's tough to do in the NFL. Um, no matter how you slice it, you know, all all wins are going to be pretty. Uh, you can't win the same way every single week. And most people have to, you know, just kind of understand that. But, you know, the Cowboys offense they're back. And I'm um, speaking of someone who came back, um, Thursday night, you know, we had a we had a game for, you know, the 49ers and Titans. AJ Brown returned to the lineup for the Titans and just absolutely went ape shit. He uh, actually buried me in one league. <laughs> 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 um, he had 11 catches um, on 16 targets for 145 yards, and a touchdown, 50, but just shy of a 50, 52% target share. Um, you know, Ryan Tannehill missed him so much that, you know, he targeted him over 50% of the time Yeah. Um, this past week. So um, that was in at 16 targets. That was the highest target share of week 16 and, no, no matter who was on him he was just a just a man um, a man amongst boys you know he he just he just didn't care who was on him I, obviously he burnt josh norman josh norman's been getting torched all season long yeah um and then the other corner i think um i'm not sure what his name what his name was, it was i think it was the same corner that russell Gage mossed a couple of weeks ago um he got that work too uh, it, <laughs> it it didn't matter it didn't matter no. who was on aj brown he was just going to do his thing and um you know welcome back and, you know this um this is a lesson to a lot of fantasy owners. You know, if if your studs are in the lineup, you if your studs are returning, um, you know, start them. You know, I, I know that you know the the peripherals earlier in the middle part of the season weren't looking as as good. Um, he was, you know, he had been struggling. He had kind of been battling injuries, but there was a stretch earlier in the season where he was, you know, he was balling out. And you know, he had a you know game against the Colts where he just dominated. I mean, he was, you know, he was he was pretty much, uh, you know. 2020 AJ Brown or 2019 AJ Brown um, in the early part of the season. Um, so, yeah, again, start your studs. You know, whenever he's in, when he's in the game. Um, and another stud that you should also start. You know, no questions asked is uh, Devontae Adams mm. for the Packers. You know, I mean, come on what what else What else can we What else can we say about this guy? I mean, it's just automatic with Aaron Rodgers. Another ten catches, another 114 yards, another two touchdowns. Um, 38% target share and 54% of the air yards. I mean, this guy, is just, I mean, he just continues to light it up. And, you know, if Cooper Cup didn't exist, uh, this guy would be the the number one wide receiver in fantasy. Um, he, he's tied for second in red zone TDs with nine um, with Diggs and Adam Thielen. Um, and on, in that game, it was a, w- a pretty weird game. Uh, Aaron Rodgers only threw for 202 yards and Vontae Adams had 114 of them. So over 58% of the, nearly 58% of the, uh of the yards went to Devontae Adams. Um, It was just kind of a weird game for the, for the Packers. They, their offense wasn't moving at the same clip as they, as they normally would. But um, as long as Aaron Devontae Adams are eating for your fantasy teams, hopefully they got you to the championship game. Um, Aaron Rodgers wasn't able to get me to the championship game, but I'm sure whoever had Devontae (laughs) Adams, I'm sure it propels you uh, to the uh, championship game.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, that was a weird second half. Like they just like, we're good. We're we're done. <laughs> it was weird. But to talk about another wide receiver, uh, death taxes and Cooper Cup going 10 for over 100 yards once again. Unfair. Uh, he went 10 for <laughs> 109 um this past week versus Minnesota. Um right now he is 17 receptions away from breaking Michael Thomas's record of 149 recep uh receptions. Uh, and then he's also 231 yards away from breaking uh Calvin uh Calvin uh Johnson's uh record for the most yards in, in a season, uh, which he would need about 116 per game, which is basically his average for the season currently. So yeah, that's the season uh, average. <laughs> right now he's at 132 yards, 132 receptions for a 17, 134 yards and 14 touchdowns. Uh, I mean, it's just amazing what he's doing in the midst of Stafford struggling late in the season, but yeah, new Yeah, what's new with him. Uh it's gonna be interesting if you wanna if you wanna start him next week, but we'll we'll touch on that in a in, in a moment. Yep. Um now to our, you know, your another week of your waiver wire, r- waiver wire running backs hitting for uh for potential uh teams trying to make it to the championship round. Uh first off with Justin Jackson. If you saw Austin Eckler last week. He posted on Twitter a clip when he was on Yahoo Fantasy saying like, "Hey, I'm out. You better start Justin Jackson." And look what look what happened. Justin Jackson started, and he went 11 for 64 and two rushing touchdowns, and then another eight for 98 receiving, uh, which led him to RB one overall this week, uh, which was crazy for Echler anybody be that if anybody
0: him. knows if anybody knows fantasy and <laughs> it's it's awesome Eckler so yeah, yeah he, Hope he, you definitely listen.
2: Showed, he definitely shows love to the fantasy community uh he dropped the gym th- this week versus Houston but I mean it wasn't I mean we even said last week that you should start whoever's gonna play running back versus Houston um but um another running back in that same game oddly enough uh rant uh Rex Burkhead uh the Plano, Texas legend, this dude showed up out of nowhere and uh he led all running backs this past week with 149 rushing yards and two touchdowns, which led him to RB three overall this past week. Uh, he crushed me in, in, in a league that I was trying to, try to make it to the championship round, which was, which was really wild. Like, Oh, it was just weird. The Chargers just, I know the charges have been as of late been better on the run defense, but they just like, they could not stop this dude at all. Like anytime they, they, they needed back,
0: they turned back into a pumpkin.
2: <laughs> yeah. Anytime that the the uh the uh Texans needed needed uh a first down, this dude was able to to do that in zone. So
0: and even uh, Davis you know, Mills was going was going was going uh hey, going hard on him.
2: And and like I said on that podcast, we were on Coonham and Jones. I mentioned yeah. that he was gonna be he was my sleeper because every home game he's pretty much averaged 20 uh fantasy points and he hit that number again. Um, oh,
0: he, he hit twenty. Was it exactly twenty? I think it was like maybe no, like I twenty-two think it was like, or something. Yeah,
2: I think it was like it depends on what scoring system you're in. He was he was in between nineteen to 21, 22. So okay, uh, yeah he he did work, man. Like it just I don't know. Um Another running back, waiver wire running back. If you picked him up a few weeks ago when we mentioned about picking up handcuffs when when we started uh when you started your playoff run. Uh, with Sony Michelle, uh, clearly he is now the lead back. Uh, even when, uh, even when uh, before Henderson got hurt, I think yeah. Sony Michelle had the first twenty or twenty-one uh, uh, carries of the game for yeah. uh, for uh, the Rams. So uh, now that uh, Henderson's on IR, uh, you know now you got your your uh, your running back one uh, one of your running backs for your championship uh, uh, lineup. Uh, we do know that uh Akers is we are hearing that he's potentially gonna be able to suit up uh this which would absolutely we'll,
0: remarkable. remarkable.
2: Yeah, which is crazy for somebody that, that tore up their, their Achilles before the season started, but uh you know here we are. Um but but I would fully trust Sonny Michelle regardless of the fact uh for, for this week.
0: Yeah, and um speaking of Speaking of guys you cannot trust, let's switching gears to people that you can't trust. Can't trust anybody that catches passes um, in Denver. Um, you know, Drew Locke started um, in place of Teddy Bridgewater this week, and he was terrible. Only 153 yards passing. I mean, it, you know, he he has you know Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, Tim Patrick, Noah Fant, all those guys, talented weapons, and it's legitimately inexcusable. To have all those weapons and not be able to produce anything. Um, Trash. If you have any of those guys in your lineups in championship week, if you somehow started them last week and made it to the championship, that's remarkable. Um, but if you're if you have them, please please bench them. Don't even don't even think about starting them. It doesn't matter who the matchup is. I think they play the Chargers this week. The anyways. Chargers. Yeah. I think the Chargers will be you know looking to bounce back um, in after getting embarrassed by the Texans. So you don't want to start any of those guys, um, especially if whoever whoever's at quarterback don't want to start. I mean, I you know I I I you know I love you know Cortland Sutton, uh, his talent. I love Jerry Judy's talent. Tim Patrick is solid. I've been a Noah fan, Truther since since he came out. But mm-hmm. those guys are not fantasy relevant for Week 17 and for your championship round. So get those guys out of your lineup ASAP. And speaking of another set of weapons to keep your keep out of your lineups. Anybody that catches passes from Baker Mayfield keep them out of your lineup as well. <laughs> um Baker Mayfield another terrible game um against Green Bay on Christmas Day just gifting gifting the Packers about you know four four interceptions. And the Packers um, were
2: begging were begging the Browns to the to win that game, man. Like it just kept giving the ball. Yeah, let me not continue. Yeah. <laughs> <by>. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh my yeah it's, God. it's it's, it's it's obvious like you can't trust anybody in that passing game. And, you know, Baker's holding, holding Cleveland back um, in more ways than one. Like, it's just, it's, it's so, it's so terrible to watch. And the, what what's crazy about that game is that the, the Browns had, you know, a lot of success running the ball. Like they ran for over 200 yards on 20 plus carries and over six yards a carry. And, you know, let's, you know, the, the offensive coordinator decided, you know what, let's, let's let Baker drop back 36 times. Let's let's uh let's you know let's let's pass. And I'm I'm in favor of passing over running, but especially with a quarterback that as turnover prone as Baker Mayfield, you don't want to you don't you don't want to put the ball in his hands uh, that often. And since he's came in since he's come in the league, he leads the NFL in interceptions with 54. So it's just it, it's it's something that you know we they they need a quarterback in the worst way. And I saw a report earlier today that they said they're going to bring in competition. Well, I saw a rumor the, um, the other day that said they're going to bring in competition for him in 2022. Competition whatever the hell like, that means.
2: Yeah, okay. I yeah, didn't whatever know what the hell specific. that means.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's um, <laughs> is, is anybody's guess, but that's going to be a very uh, interesting off season for that, um, for that organization. Deciding what they want to do with uh with Baker Mayfield, because <laughs> that's yeah gonna be that, it.
2: that definitely sounds like hey um, we're not going to lock you down for this long contract you were looking for. Uh, we'll pick up your option and you're just gonna have, you're just gonna have to win us over basically.
0: Yeah, they they picked up his option. I think his he's getting paid. He'll be getting paid eighteen point eight million for his fifth yeah. year option. So that's you know not a ton of money for a starting quarterback. Um, so, you know, maybe they give him one more year, who knows, but we, we, most people who have eyes know that he's not it, he's not the guy Mm -hmm. and they, they, they have to find a way to move on or upgrade the quarterback position and get, and get some more weapons. I mean, the, the weapons haven't been there, um, over since OBJ left, (laughs) you know, so (laughs) (laughs) what's funny is that, um, uh, Ian Harditz on Twitter, um, you know, PFF Ian Harditz, he always keeps this uh, tally of of uh, touchdowns since OBJ left. OBJ has three touchdowns, <laughs> and Baker Mayfield's wide receivers have three, <laughs> which, whole, which is hilarious to me because oh, I mean, man. they they deemed OBJ the problem there in Cleveland, but he's clearly not. It's no. it's one guy that, that's holding them back. So um, we we can spend all day on, May, on Baker Mayfield and how terrible he is, but um, switching gears to um, a a team that was not terrible. The well. Actually, not. Let's not switch gears. Let's keep the theme of terrible going on. the The, the Ravens defense, the, the Ravens defense this past Sunday was absolutely terrible. They were just getting shredded, um, left, right, up and down um, by the Cincinnati Bengals, and they did whatever, whatever they wanted. Uh, Joe Burrow had a field day. We'll get to him in a second. Um, but the wide receivers for Cincinnati, I mean, T. Higgins just had a monster, monster game. Eleven catch, twelve catches, one hundred and ninety four yards, and two touchdowns. Obviously, a career career highs. Um, every single catch that he had went for a first down, <laughs> which, is, which is insane. Every single catch, um, you know, he's been the wide receiver two overall in fantasy since week 12. And you know, he's you, we, we've been back and forth whether or not he's the alpha in, in Cincinnati. Um, is it Jamar Chase? Is it T Higgins? Like, we've kind of been bouncing back and forth over the last several weeks. Um and speaking of Jamar Chase, he had seven for one twenty-five, so he he had a pretty good game. And even Tyler Boyd got in on the action, three for eighty-five and and a touchdown on on his end. Um, but ultimately, what I believe is that the Cincinnati Bengals they have two top twelve wide receivers, they two have two alpha, two wide receiver ones, um,
1: yeah. and they're
0: both under the age of twenty-three, <laughs> and they both have a thousand yeah. yards on the season. So it's going to be a it, you know the Cincinnati Bengals they have a pretty bright future, um you know from a from an offensive uh, from an offense. You know, from a skill player perspective, I mean, Joe Mixon at running back, he had a, he had two touchdowns as well, and he's I don't I don't think he's twenty five. yet. he's twenty five, maybe maybe he just turned twenty five. Um, so yeah, that twenty five now, twenty five now, yeah. So that offense is pretty young, and they have a lot, um, you know, you know, a lot of value in in, in keeper leagues and dynasty leagues um, for sure. The arrow is yep. pointing up. And speaking of up, the arrow is pointing up on our fantasy MVP of the week, uh, Joe Burrow. Um, absolutely went ape shit against the Bengal, uh against the against the the Ravens. 525 yards passing on 37 completions, um, four touchdowns, um, and that 525 yards was the fourth highest total in NFL history. Um, and you know what, what's funny is that the 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 two that are in front of him were both 500 were 529 and 527 yards. So he could have had a couple more yards and been second in NFL history. Um the NFL record, I think, is 554 yards. Um, so yeah, he's he 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 was just balling and that Bengals offense, like they've they've just been explosive all season long. They now have 19 touchdowns outside of the red zone, which is by far the best in the NFL. So just think about Jeez. that. Outside of the 20 yard line, that's a lot of their touchdowns come from outside of the 20 yard line. So they're they're just torching teams. Yeah uh, whenever whenever they're on. Whenever they're on, they're one of the best offenses in the league. And And Joe Burrow, first of the Ravens this year, he's thrown for over 900 yards and seven touchdowns. What? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, he threw for 400 yards against them in week seven. Remember? Oh, yeah. Threw for over 400 against them in week seven and threw for 525. So he has at least 900 900 yards in two games versus one opponent. I I don't know if that's uh, a record. Is that a record? That might be a record. Cause that's that's absurd versus one yeah. opponent in one season like that
2: that week seven game that was the jamar chase went for 200
0: that's yeah he', can't, that's where he, he can't, went for 200.
2: that was the one uh i think uh was it i came the two corners ran into each other and he like kind of he caught the ball and the two corners ran into each other and he took like a 60 70 yard touchdown
0: yeah it was a uh, it was a slant it was like 80 eighty two yards or something like that yeah it was some something, something and he crazy. routed he routed up uh, marlon humphrey on that play too like it was yeah it, it was a it was just you know, he it was press coverage and then he uh he swiped his hand away and ran a slant and then spun off of him and then took it to the crib. Yeah, but yeah 900 plus yards in, in uh in two games against the Ravens this year. Joe Burrow, our fantasy MVP of the week.
2: Yeah, moral of the story is if you had a stack of any one of these players, you probably you're probably chilling and waiting to see what happens in your championship week. So, yep. salute to you for that. Um, did you see that uh, Harbaugh was salty when they asked him about them? <laughs> and you, you, and you know what? It. And you know what's so ironic? Last year, they uh, pr- they were still running the ball, like purposely trying to get the uh, hundred yards per game. You know how they yeah. had that streak?
0: Yeah, that, they, to extend you, that record.
2: Yeah, they were one of the victims of, of that of, of that record that he was trying yeah. to extend on purpose instead of kneeling the ball. So yep. it's just it's just funny how that how that turned around on a
0: yeah, and then they asked Joe Burrow about that. He's like, well, I, I don't have any sympathy for that <laughs> for them. <all.
2: laughs>
0: so, um, so yeah. Nine hundred yards uh, in like two games. Oof.
2: Oof. That's that's a lot. I mean, yeah. I think that's more than what uh uh Jerry Judy has for the season. So oh, or yeah, Cortland yeah. Sutton. <laughs> Maybe oh, combined. Both of them, both of them combined. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, now to our fantasy uh least valuable player of the week. Uh, you know, New York Giants, Jake Fromm. Uh, 6 of 17, 25 yards. 25 yards throwing. Can you imagine a quarterback you're playing on a you're on a field
0: on an NFL quarterback field. quarterback
2: those 25 yards.
0: 25 American yards on an American on football field.
2: one pick and a fumble. Um, And then he gets benched. He gets benched for uh, Neck neck Glennon.
0: Not not Mike,
2: but Neck Glennon. (laughs) 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 And he wasn't much better either. So, I mean, there's nothing really else to say. Like, you can't trust anything that's happening uh, and coming from that organization from a fantasy perspective. Yeah, it's a a carousel
0: Um, of shitty quarterbacks um, that they've been trotting out all season. Um and, and you know and, I mean I mean Daniel Jones I mean we we give him shit a lot but I mean he's obviously the best of the bunch and he's shown that he can actually be pretty good in, in spots but um but outside of Daniel Jones like man that that is a um, that is a shit show of an organization bruh um, and then, and they're already
2: talking and they're already talking about bringing back Joe Judge and and Daniel Jones back so Oof, fantasy, for a fantasy it. perspective hopefully they. They improve on the offensive line uh, so they can at least give him some more time. Get Saquon to start looking like himself somewhat again. I don't know. It's just going to be interesting trying to evaluate that team for for next year for sure.
0: Yeah, offensive Uh, line should be the priority.
1: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. back baby and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find cowboys tickets or rams tickets or cardinals tickets anymore because tick pick that's t-i-c-k-p-i-c-k is the original no fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need is your go-to for all nfl tickets tick pick got rid of all those awful service fees that other ticket sites charge which lets them guarantee the best prices on all their nfl tickets don't believe it if you can find better prices. For the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in in purchase price. Listen, I know you want to go to a Cowboys game here in Texas or you want to go see those awful Jaguars play on the road. TickPick has you covered. Visit TickPick.com slash Debbie today and use the promo code Debbie to save $10 off your first order for those Dallas Cowboy tickets or whatever your favorite NFL team tickets are. It should be the priority.
2: All right. So to the favorite part of the show, cap or no cap. Uh, If anybody that's new that's not familiar with the term cap, cap is another word for lying. So if I was to say cap or no uh, – if I was to say Dak Prescott was not good versus the Washington football
0: team, Ike would say? That is cap, 100% cap.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So hopefully you get – Uh, understanding what cap means, Uh, you know, so let's get into it. So the first statement I have is I am not starting. I am not confident in uh, CPAT in my starting lineup for the championship, cap or no cap.
0: Man, that's that for me, that's no cap, man. Um, They've, you know, they've turned him into a, you know, between the tackles grinder and he doesn't get a lot of passing game work anymore. He hasn't caught more than three passes since week nine. And those totals since week nine have been—I mean, week nine he caught six passes, but before after that it's been one catch, two catches, three catches, two catches, two catches, two catches and one catch. Um, it's great that he's a primary ball carrier, um, you know, over Mike Davis, who's who's dust. But um, the lack of passing down work is is concerning. And they have Buffalo this week, and they don't yield any—they barely yield anything. I mean, they they actually got smashed by Damian Harris um, this week, this past week, yeah, three touchdowns, yeah. Um, but. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't trust um, Cordero Patterson in my lineups and I'm considering benching him um, in in one of the two leagues that I, <laughs> that I have, a, that I have him in, um, that I have a championship roster, championship team in. So um, yeah, I, I don't, tr- I'm not confident in him. So that's, that's, that's no cap.
2: Yeah. So for me, I also say it's no cap. Like, I mean, since week nine, like you say, like the the usage has gone down ever since he came back from the ankle injury like, again, like we said, like, I don't understand. Are they saving him for something? Like, there's no playoff run here, so.
0: Well, um, they're have- actually not mathematically eliminated. They're, they, they are still – technically, they're still in the playoff race. But, hey, you yeah. never know. I mean, there's a lot of – there's a log jam at, you know, that seventh spot in the NFC. Right now, it's that's occupied true. by the Eagles. But, you know, things can change between now that's and tr- week 18, so.
2: That's true, but this would be the time to unleash,
0: like, your yeah, – That's true, Yeah
2: this would be the time to unleash your weapon. Like if you need a, if you need, if you're really pushing for this spot, you need to be, he needs touches and they're just not doing it. So I'm, I mean, I don't have them in either one of the championship, uh, rosters that I have going. Uh, but if I did, I would not be, I wouldn't be starting them. I I don't know what they're doing over there and I just wouldn't trust it. Uh, all right. So to our second and last, uh, statement, which should be a little spicy one. Um, and I think it's the most – I think it's probably the most important lineup question that most people might have on their rosters if they've had – if they kept this player on their roster till now. Uh, I will start Trey Lance for my championship. Uh, cap or no cap?
1: Mm.
0: Can this be a it depends?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we – I mean, we have – Let's just because this one can
0: this can this can go uh, a multitude of ways. So it just depends. I honestly, I think this is a. uh, I think this is it depends. So
2: okay, if you're start if you
0: if you have these quarterbacks in your lineup, Kyler Murray, Dak, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Matthew Stafford, Russell Wilson, and you can probably add Aaron Rodgers on there because he has the um, Vikings this week. Um, are you starting him over any of those guys? I'll I'll answer that. I'll answer first. Okay, I am. I'm definitely not starting him over Hertz because that matchup versus quarterbacks is so juicy. That's the mm-hmm. probably the number one matchup on the on the, on, the, on the entire week seventeen slate. That has to be number one uh, versus Washington. Um Kyler and Dak. I mean, we just we just saw Dak torch torch Washingtons, and he's going to be at home. Um, Kyler Murray, I mean, he's been up and down over the last couple of weeks, uh, last several weeks. Um, Arizona, I think they've lost, they've lost three straight games. So mm-hmm. they were 10 and two, now they're 10 and five and Kyler hasn't looked particularly great in any of those games. I don't, I don't, I probably wouldn't bench Kyler Murray, I mean, cause again, you know, he's, I mean, you, you saw him uh, on Saturday night when he broke off that 60 yard run. Yeah. So, he, you know, he's capable of, you know, um, that, that rushing upside, um, you can't bench. You can't bench that, um, Justin Herbert. Um, you know we've seen him. We've seen him uh, ball out. Uh, I think you know the last time they played Denver, they struggled. Uh, I still wouldn't. I still wouldn't start Justin Her. I still wouldn't start um, Trey Lance over Justin Herbert only because now um, you know, given the the new COVID rules, um, we're gonna you know Mike Williams and I think Jalen Guyton. Jalen may, maybe uh, be a be eligible this weekend because the the you know, unvaccinated individuals, um, their window is went from ten days to five days. So it may clear them for this Sunday um, against Denver, and then we have they may have all the weapons back, and they're going to be playing at home, um, where Justin Herbert plays pretty well at home. So um, and then Joe Burrow, we just saw what he did against, and then now you know Kansas City's defense has been pretty pretty damn good over the last over the last month. So, um, but I don't see you know the, them you know containing uh, Joe Burrow. Uh, so and then Matthew Stafford has the Ravens depleted secondary and Russell Wilson has Detroit and Detroit you know obviously yields a lot and then Aaron Rodgers has Minnesota. So those guys I'm not starting Trey Lance over but if you were to make a case about it, you know anyone else out you know outside of that tier, outside of that range, I can probably I probably would think of starting Trey Lance. Um, you know, in in his one in his in his lone start this year, he had 16 carries for 89 yards. Um, so they used him as a pretty much a, a running back slash quarterback in, in that game against Arizona, 16 fantasy points. Um, but the previous game, he took over for an injured Jimmy Garoppolo and had 22 fantasy points and a half. Um, finished nine of 18 for 157 yards um, and two touchdowns, and then had another seven carries for 41 yards. So we know Trey Lance. I mean, we, he has He has upside, and he's he's a rookie. So you know, his, he's going to be playing with his hair on fire, wanting to make the big play. Um, so I wouldn't start him over any of these guys that we just mentioned. But outside of that, I I would consider starting him in my championship. Um, and he gets the Houston Texans. So
2: yeah, damn. Uh, yeah, I, now that I look at it, it is kind of a depends. So I think for me, if I want to say, over Herbert, almost. If he can get if he can get one if he can get Williams back, then I think I would lean Herbert to to start over Lance. I think I I want to say I want to start Lance over Kyler only because Kyler like pretty much since he's been back from injury, he hasn't been good like fantasy wise, even real life wise, he hasn't really been good, in my opinion. Yeah, Um, his matchup. Lance's matchup is better than Kyler's. Uh, Dak, I would I would probably start Dak because, like you said, like we said, when Dak is at home, he's he's twenty plus easy. Um, and then Arizona secondary is is kind of depleted with injuries and and COVID, but we'll see what happens when they get closer to the game. Yeah. Uh, definitely not starting him over Hertz. Hertz is <laughs> Hertz is probably, probably the number one, one matchup. versus. Yeah, that's and we saw what he did
0: two a weeks, couple ago. weeks ago. Or- Hell, Last Tuesday, as a matter of fact. Yeah,
2: he went for a, a thirty burger versus them. So, nah. Yeah, Burrow. Uh,
0: you don't I mean you don't you don't want to chase the five hundred twenty five passing yards because you we, we know that's not gonna that's not repeatable.
2: And they're um, on the road too. On the
0: are they are they in Kansas City? Yeah, I or believe they're in Kansas they City.
2: Home? No, they're at home. You're right. They're at home versus Kansas City. Okay, uh, Casey's defense has been really good since pretty good. much since that Dallas game. That's a yeah. long, that's even a long before stretch.
0: That, even before the Dallas game, I think they were yeah. they've been they've 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 had a long stretch of just playing um, solid ball on on defense. Yeah, the only the uh, only game that they kind of slipped up in was against the Chargers, but you know that's you know that's Herbert yeah. Herbert Herbert's a stud. So but yeah, I, and
2: and then also Herbert, pretty much every home game he's had at least over twenty. So. Uh, ah, oh man. I, I, I guess you want to. I'll stay Burrow there. Stafford. Pff, I know he's playing against depleted Ravens secondary, but he hasn't been good. He hasn't yeah, been he's good, he, he's man. been he's
0: been struck. I mean, he, I think if you were to. Now that I think about it, maybe you maybe you would start. Trey over Stafford because of the rush, the rushing upside. And, you know, yeah. obviously Stafford doesn't, doesn't provide that. And he's going to be on the road as well. Um, Stafford will be, um, yeah. even though, even though the Ravens are kind of depleted. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know if you can trust I me. Mean, Stafford almost screwed me. Actually, he, he did screw me in one league for mm. being so, for being so terrible. Um, I don't know, man. It's, uh. It's it, this is a, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. It just yeah, depends on who 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 you're gonna start them over. If any yeah. of these guys here, the, mo- the vast majority of them, you wouldn't start. There, there's yeah. a couple of them that you can make a case for um, starting. Make a case for starting Lance over, but um, at least for my money, I don't think I would start any of these. Um, start. Yeah, um, it's
2: tough when you got a whole bunch of money on the line too, man. And yeah. Lance and Lance has a juicy matchup. Sheesh. Yeah. yeah this. Oh. I think I would start him. I start him over Russ, though. I feel like I would start him over Russ.
0: Russ, Just Russ because, at home versus Detroit. Ooh. I know. Detroit,
2: <laughs> Detroit, Detroit and what's crazy? Detroit's defense has been a little bit better, man. Like
0: yeah, they've been decent. They've been decent. I'm out.
2: Yeah, now that I think about it, I, mm, I think I will probably go Russ. Damn. Yeah. So probably I go over the only one that I was actually confident in starting him over was Kyler. Everybody else I was like really struggling with
1: and even starting
2: him over Kyler, just like you feel kind of dirty, but I mean, it's Houston. So, Uh, but yeah, you know, uh, that ends cap and no cap. That's definitely, I know a lot of people are going to be juggling with that particular question. So I wish we were, (laughs) hopefully we're able to touch on a couple of your quarterbacks. You might've been debating on, uh, but at the end of the day, you know, it's going to be your decision in terms of how comfortable you're going to feel Lance over whoever that you have in that starting spot for your quarterback. Yeah. Um, Now waiver wire pickups, Um, you know, this is also pretty much, this is the last week of the season. So you just need something to hit if you uh, go ahead. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If you're, if if you're picking up, picking up any of these guys, you're you're probably gonna start them. Start them, yeah. Um, there's no oh I'll pick them up and wait and see what's gonna happen. No, like this is this is do or die. This is the final week. So if you're gonna pick up any of these guys, you're more than likely gonna start them. So uh, or you could
2: be this. or you could be picking them up for gamesmanship also, but or or that I, yeah
0: to maybe block your opponent from starting them against yeah. you. Um, yeah. So that that could that could be another that could be another reason. But for the most part, yeah, you're you're these these guys are gonna be promptly. Inserting it in your lineups based on, you know, some factors that can, you know, may unfold throughout the week, but we'll, which we'll touch on here in a second.
2: Yeah. So um, starting with quarterbacks, uh, my first one is if this is only if uh, Lamar cannot not go, uh, I would go back to Tyler Huntley if he's uh, ready and available. Uh, we saw when he's been playing that he's done some, some good work. Uh, the Rams defense is, a defense that's a little tough, but i mean you can they can definitely be had for yards so um you know that's one quarterback will look at and obviously the second one would be trey lance uh he's in a prime spot versus Houston at home um i mean as you heard the only start that he had he had eighty nine rush yards that's pretty much two touchdowns uh if you play in four in a four point touchdown league um so i mean you already that's i mean it goes without even saying like if you have a if you're in a in a bind at quarterback uh I would definitely pick him up
0: yeah yeah and just real quick on running backs uh, Rex Burkhead just had a hell of a game against the Chargers um David Johnson is he was out on, out uh, due to being on the covid list um we're not sure of his availability this week he may be cleared but um if he's not um, even if he is I think you'd still I think you should still pick up Rex Burkhead because he's he should be in for a uh, a large snap share. Um, you know, again, he just had twenty two carries, hundred and forty-nine yards, two touchdowns in the last game. Um he's, you know for 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 uh, as tumultuous a season as, as Houston has had, um he's been he's been a pretty good bright spot for them. Um, you know, as Gene said earlier today, or earlier in the earlier in the show, Plano Texas finest. So um, I think uh you know, I think I think Rex Burkhead would be a good pickup. Um Darryl Williams uh for the Kansas City Chiefs running back. Um Clyde Edwards Holaire is week to week with an injury. And while uh you know while he was injured earlier in the season, um Darryl Williams did average about 18 fantasy points um per game um while he was sidelined. So um if you if you somehow kept uh Darryl Williams, uh pat yourself on the back, if you dropped him, try to go pick him back up. Um so yeah, and then potentially we could look at picking up Cam Akers. Um, I don't know if he would necessarily start him though, um, or if you're feeling froggy, if you think he's going to, you know, return, return back to form, you know, almost immediately. Um, with Darrell Henderson on IR, you know, Sean McVay did say he was going to play this week, or he may he might play this week. Uh, we'll see how practice goes. Uh, we'll see how the practice reports unfold throughout the week. But uh, Cam Akers getting you know getting back this this quickly from that Achilles injury, it just it's just a testament to how strong um, and how advanced uh, modern medicine is because that crazy. is crazy. You know, he tore his Achilles in July. And usually Achilles injuries are, are worse than ACL injuries. Um, they've been, you know, deemed in the past as death sentences for, you know, for for players, especially skilled players. I mean, they're not going to yeah. get back to the same level of production that they were, but we're seeing more and more um, players – um, with Achilles injuries, you know, return back to form and 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 get back to their you know elite status. So, um, Cam Akers, if he's you know if he's on there, I mean, if he's on the waiver wire, I, I would I would pick him up and see you know what Sean McVay says throughout the week and see if he practices um, extensively. And you know, there was there were some rumors stating that he may start, which I don't know. That would be I think that would be kind of that'd be a little much for me. But um, but yeah, I would pick up Cam Akers.
2: Definitely. Um, And then what, another uh, running back group uh, would be the Jordan Howard, Boston Scott, Kenneth Gainwell. I think really, um, I think Jordan Howard would be the priority uh, because when Sanders got hurt, uh, Howard immediately got all, pretty much all the touches till he got hurt, all the rushing work until he got hurt. Then it was Boston Scott. So if if Jordan Howard is available to play, uh, you know, getting past the stinger that he had during the uh, last week, then I would, I would priority, I would put priority to him, and then Boston Scott. And then if if Jordan Howard is not available, then I would pick up pick Kenneth Gainwell because you know he's going to be the passing down back for sure. Uh, you,
0: you know what's crazy about that backfield is you know uh, you know Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, Jordan Howard, and Kenny, Kenny Gainwell the only player that didn't score that has not scored a touchdown this year is Miles Sanders. in that- <laughs> <laughs> And it just pisses me off because I've had a, I had a lot of Miles Sanders uh, this week or not this week, this season. Um, you know, I, I somehow drafted him. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't going out of my way to draft him, but he would just follow to me all. in almost every draft that I was in, every redraft league that I was in, he would just follow to me. I'm like, oh, shit, Miles Sanders. He's my third running back. Man, he's, nope. if, he, if he smashes, oh, man, look out. I was telling you know yeah. a couple of my best friends. I like, look, I got Miles Sanders in, in, in this round, and uh, you know to add to these receiver, uh, th- to add to these running backs, look out, yeah, about that, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> about that, about that. That that was, that was like a little bit of a, a little bit of a a little bit of a rant that I wanted to get off oh, the chest.
2: Um, And then one, I guess, sneaky running back would be Derek Gore, the the direct backup to Darrell Williams. I know he did a lot of work uh, versus Pittsburgh, but that was in a blowout. But I mean, when the games that uh, CH was out, Derek Gore was the backup to Darrell Williams and he was getting he was getting touches uh, at the same time that Darrell Williams was. So if you're really, really in a bind then he could potentially be somebody that you can Put on your, I mean, at least put on your roster, but I would be, I wouldn't, not sure. I wouldn't be eager to put them in your lineup, but for sure that wouldn't be a bad pickup if you're really, really in the pinch.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And just real quick on wide receivers, um, I would, my, Isaiah McKenzie uh, for the Bills, he just had a, he just came off a pretty good game. Hmm. Um, Cole Beasley and uh, Gabriel Davis um, were on the COVID list this past week and they were unvaccinated. And um, prior to today, they had to be on the list for ten days, but that changed um, you know, in, in light of the, the new CDC guidance. So that went from ten days to five days. So they both of them may be clear um, by the time um, you know by the time Sunday rolls around. So I would just kind of keep an eye on that. But if if not, if they're not cleared uh, for some in some way, shape, or form, um, I would still go out and pick up Isaiah McKenzie. Um, he's done well over the last couple of years in spot starts um, over the last two games that Cole Beasley has missed because um, he'd be the direct, you know, Cole Beasley's direct replacement in the slot. Um, he's had 17 catches, 190 yards and uh, three touchdowns. So um, and he, he just came off a pretty good game this past week. I think he had over 11. I think he had 11 catches, 100 and uh, over 100 yards and a touchdown. So, um, yeah, I would I would go to pick up uh, Isaiah McKenzie. And then also uh, Josh Josh Palmer for the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, you know, we talked about Mike Williams um, earlier to earlier this earlier in the show. Um, he initially, I mean, he he technically still is out for Week 17. But again, you know, new to, due to that new uh, guidance um, for unvaccinated players um, being you know out for out for 10 days, it reduced to five days. He may be cleared, um, but if not, um, you know, Josh Palmer he he ran the most routes. And had the most snaps of of any Chargers wide receiver last week, and he had five catches, one hundred five catches for forty three yards and a touchdown. So uh, he'll be a pretty good uh, you know, flex play if if you're in a pinch and if you really need um, you know points um, for your championships.
2: Yeah, and then real quick on tight ends, uh, I have two. One is uh, Gerald Everett. Uh, we saw him last week uh, versus Chicago, uh, go four for sixty nine and one touchdown. Uh, which gave him a tight end four for uh, last week. Uh, he gets to play Detroit this coming week. Uh, Detroit is middle of the pack in terms of uh, fantasy points given to the tight end position, so that could be somebody if you if you need that spot field. Um, the last one is Cole Komet, tight end for the Chicago Bears. Uh, also in that same game uh, versus Seattle, he went four for forty nine. He played ninety six of the snap, ninety six percent of the snaps, and ran a route on eighty five percent of those those snaps. So. He's definitely getting a lot of a lot of usage, um, a lot of potential um, uh, opportunity. So that's another tight end if you're in a pinch that you could look to add. All right, now to uh, mat- uh, matchups to attack, aka barbecue chicken, uh, barbecue chicken. That was a, a coin line from, from Shaq on Inside the NBA. Uh, whenever he uh, whenever somebody's lined up on a matchup to kill. Um, you know, he used to just say barbecue chicken alert, um, you know, go, go, go get whatever you want, go get, go get everything you need from, from, <laughs> from that person. Cause they ain't stopping you <laughs> yep, pretty much mama's right, cooking, so, mama's. Yep. Done. Yep. And we just had a uh, Christmas dinner. So
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. get some, get, get some leftovers while you're at.
2: Yeah. <laughs> All right. So my first one was uh Ronald Jones versus the Jets. Uh, like we've said, since we started this pod, uh Jets is always on fade mode. You always attack anything, any type of anybody that's uh anybody with two legs, you just start versus the, rest of the j- <laughs> Jets almost. Uh the Jets have allowed the most fantasy points per game to the running back position. Except if you're the Jags. Uh, yeah, except if you're the Jags or the Texans.
0: Just,
2: yeah, those two, I don't know what they're doing. But yeah. two weeks ago you saw Duke Johnson go for a career high. So yeah. Um I think I think we're confident around Jones doing the same thing or something 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 nasty to them so um in terms of and I mean they need the game anyway because they're still fighting for for uh, that number 1 spot in the NFC um mm-hmm.
1: And
2: my second one is Jalen Hurts versus uh the Washington football team like we said 2 weeks ago he put up almost uh 300 passing yards and three total touchdowns versus this team um Washington also allows the most fantasy points to the quarterback position. Um, you just saw what Dak did to them in one half. So, And yep. we just told you what, what Jalen did uh, versus them two weeks ago. So, you know, fire up Jalen Hurts everywhere you have him.
0: Yeah, and then, you know, Dak had, you know, the, the Washington defense fighting each other on the sidelines. <laughs> So um, who who knows what version of the Washington defense you're going to get this week.
1: Um,
0: So a couple of uh, matchups that I have. um, This is probably one of the more obvious ones. Jonathan Taylor versus the Raiders. Um, You know, he went 20 for 150 yards and two touchdowns against Las Vegas last year. And now Vegas is missing three running uh, three uh, linebackers. Um, and on on the season um, you know Las Vegas is the third most advantageous matchup for opposing running backs so um, don't really need to spell this out for you Just Jonathan Taylor is going to smash on the Raiders I would take all the overs for Jonathan Taylor um, this week if it, if the over is like 115 I would smash the over I would even do an alternate line for like 100 you know 130 135 if if it gets Sheesh. that high I think he's going to have a hell of a game, and plus, you know, we we just got news that Carson Wentz has been added to the COVID list. Um, but he may, he may, he may play given the new guidelines now that you know reduce reduce the uh, you know the um, the the period from ten to five days. Um, but even then, like he he would just be handing the ball off to Jonathan Taylor anyways. Whoever's whoever's going to be playing quarterback for the Colts this week is just going to hand the ball off to Jonathan Taylor um, and just let him smash behind that offensive line. And finally, we have um, the Buffalo Bills wide receivers, Stephon Diggs, and whoever, whoever the, number, the number two will be um, based on what happens with Beasley and uh, Gabriel Davis um, versus the Falcons. Um, the Falcons are the third best matchup for wide receivers, or th- the third most advantageous matchup for wide receivers. And um, we've seen you know Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and that passing offense kind of step it up over the last couple of weeks. So um, I like that um, matchup in particular.
2: All right. Now to player props, um, you know, we get lines from uh, prize picks over here in the state of Texas. We do not have a a legal sports book. So, you know, this is how we get our picks is uh, using prize picks. And then you can use prize picks as just another tool that you can use in terms of, you know, leveraging uh, uh, projections for your particular players that you have on your rosters and uh, for DFS purposes. Uh, I know last week we went one for one because, our J Rob pick got robbed when he tore his Achilles, but the, the Herbert Herbert was a, a easy, easy uh, over, over yep. 270 versus Houston. Um, you know. So now to all our picks. Uh, my first one is Zach Wilson under 205 uh, passing yards versus the, the bucks. Um, I basically picked this because he doesn't have anyone to really throw to. Uh, I mean, he's, the last two weeks he's been sacked the second most with seven seven sacks so uh their line uh their line is going to struggle to to stop t- Temple Bay's pass rush uh, i mean even the past two games uh Zach Wilson only has a total of 272 passing yards uh so i'm not sure how he's going to get <laughs> over 205 uh for for this game and then the Bucs pass DVOA is fourth in the in the league so um that's my take on that. My second one in the same game. We got Antonio Brown over uh seven 75 and a half uh receiving yards uh versus the Jets. Uh, like we said before, fake the Jets last week in his first game back after after injury and his suspension, the fake uh uh vaccine card. Uh, he goes 10. <laughs> <laughs> he goes 10 for one on one on 12 targets. Is I mean, it's almost like he was never gone like Anytime that they need a first down, it was like the connection never ended. Like he was just there, open. Yeah. So, oh, he, and he was uh,
0: routing up uh, Stephon Gilmore. Yeah, yeah. And he he actually had to leave the game um, due to a groin injury in the third quarter. Yeah, so he, he, was he was getting he was, he was getting worked. On. Yeah,
2: and this was with him playing like uh, cushion coverage too. He was getting getting routed up. So yeah, he, he was. Antonio, he, he had
0: he had that man and uh, had that man on skates.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Had him in a blender. <laughs> so I, I wouldn't hesitate to, to, to play this number uh, for Antonio Brown.
0: Yeah. Um, and the last to round out mine, um, so I have uh, Darnell Mooney over 49 and a half receiving yards versus the Giants. This is the Bears wide receiver. He's hit the over in four, four out of his last six games, and he's seen at least seven targets in five out of the last six games. Um, the Giants are, I mean, they're they're in the middle of the pack defending the pass, but there are still opportunities um, there for Darnell Mooney, he is the number one receiver, and the Giants can, you know, they can give up a couple of big plays here and there. I mean, they, you know, Devonta Smith last week had five catches for 80 yards, um, so there's there's opportunities for you know Darnell Mooney to you know to, to go well over this number as he's a pretty explosive receiver. He's their number one and their deep threat. So uh, 49 and a half seems kind of low to me. Um, that's just me, but um, yeah, I, I see this as a pretty good uh, prop to hit. And then finally, we have Dallas Goddard over 50 and a half. Receiving yards versus the Washington football team, um, he's hit the over in the la- you know three out of the last five games, and he's seen at least six targets in those games. And you know, just last Tuesday, he smashed Washington for seven catches, 135 yards. Um, so, uh, and, and this defense hasn't gotten much better uh, <laughs> over, <laughs> over the last week, as we as we've seen. You know, we just saw them get smashed by you know Dalton Schultz last you know Dalton Schultz on yeah. Sunday night. Um, so, you know, they've had, they've had their struggles and I think Dallas Goddard um, continues to add to those struggles um, for them. So 50 and a half for Dallas Goddard, um, versus Washington.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to put in some of these after we get off of here. Cause, uh, cause those, I'm not, these no, lines, I, I feel the like lines the lines are going to go up. up. Yeah. Yeah, go up. yeah. These are, these are too good. Um, but you know, we at the end of the show, uh, we're at the end of the season, man. Like this is it, you know? Do just or die, man.
0: Do or die. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, I feel good about the two teams that I have left uh, for sure. Uh, but, yeah. you know, I can't control what <laughs> happens with, with, with COVID. So, I just need uh, to figure out what
0: I'm going to do with CPAP because uh, I mean, I have options in that league. I have in that league. I have Aaron Jones. I have De- DeAndre Swift, who should be back this week. Mm-hmm. Um, Sony Michelle in that league as well. Um, I'm trying to think of who else, what other running backs I have, but I'm. I, my team's kind of stacked i just have to make sure that i make the right choice but um mm. pat i i don't i don't feel good about him
2: yeah um uh, you know this has been i know this fantasy season has been like a i know overall has been it's been interesting because of, of the amount of covid hits we've had but you know it's, it's, it's been exciting as usual you know it's fantasy you know the grind you know the the shit talking like all that I just you know it's going to be it's going to be missed for yeah. sure uh, but hope, you know, next week I know we're gonna uh, do a, a recap show. You know, just talking about the hits or misses, MVPs, or whatnot. So it'll be it'll, it'll be a good time listening in to us. Uh, you know, going through that, and hopefully you can relate to some of the things that we talk about um, as we, we you know. We may we, have some we, we live uh, the season.
0: Yeah, we may have some uh, grievances to air as well. So um, yeah, just <laughs> certain certain things that took place throughout the season that we just weren't a fan of, or sorry, certain th- certain things that happened to our squads that. You're like, what the hell, and things of that nature. So yeah, there's there's a bunch of there's a bunch that we have planned uh, for next week's show, in that
2: regard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got anything else before we get up out of here?
0: I sure as hell do. Um, <laughs> I have I have a little bit of a rant that I need to go on for you know really quick. Um, so there is a unspoken but often spoken rule in fantasy football where if you're not in the playoffs, stay off the waiver wire. Stay off the waiver wire. Um, aka shut the fuck up when grown folks are talking. <laughs> that's that that's that's the best way that I can put that um, situation. Um, you know, I had a situation happen in one of my leagues where an owner that just got knocked out of the playoffs, he um was kind of bitter about being knocked out of the playoffs. He decided to uh get some attention, right? And pick up some try to pick up some players that a certain owner was uh Targeting on the waiver wire due to his COVID issues, and uh, he held on to them a little bit longer than he should have, and <laughs> dropped them to to the point where he wasn't able to pick them up. But you know, that's you know that they are that may or may not be my uh, my, my co-host that's laughing right now. But <laughs> we'll we'll uh, he 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 shall re- uh, remain uh, nameless. No, nah, um, but no, I just know. but um, but just uh, just really quick on that on that um uh, on on that rant. If if it's if it's not a if it's not a, if it's not a dynasty league, if it's not a keeper league, um, if it's not a, if there's not a prize for third place, if there's not a punishment for last place, um, if there's not an incentive to, you know, play for the number one pick, if there is not a weekly prize payout, you should not be picking up players in the waiver wire. Point blank period. Um, you know these, especially this close to the championship week, um, these 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 um, these teams that are still in the playoffs. Are playing for a lot more than 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 you right now, right? I mean, if if you're if you're eliminated, just delete the app, delete the <laughs> app, hide that team. Uh, don't even look at don't even look at sleeper um, until until August, right? Um, but yeah, it's it, it just, it's just it's just one of those things where it, it'll it'll just get in the way of somebody potentially making some money in the league or you know, winning a prize or, or or some way, shape, or form, just kind of ruining it for ruining ruining, ruining their experience for them. Um, I think it's a kind of like a Bush, it's a Bush league practice um, that a lot of people need to stop. So if you're doing this in your league, um, don't be that person, right? Don't be that person that picks up players just for the help, you know, picking them up. Um, miss me with the whole, oh, I play until the end. I'm going to pick up players, this, that, and the other. <laughs> Nobody cares about that shit. Okay. Like, <laughs> Yeah. If, if, if you're going to play until the end, join a league that does that, right? If, if you're, if you're joining a certain league that doesn't play until the end that, you know, if you're if you're eliminated, your season's over. Then just stop. All right, just stop. We we get you love fantasy. We understand. I love fantasy, it, but it's it, and it may be hard for you to not pick up players, or you you may get in the mode of picking up players. But just 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 stop that. All right. Um, but that's that's essentially it. Um, be better, people. Um, don't do what this individual did this past this past weekend and uh yeah that's all i got that's all i got um follow us follow the show off the line ff follow me at just underscore i go nine and follow gene at uh fantasy Jeans. anything else gene
2: no uh you know you're right uh it is a a buffoon uh play i know i've always been a proponent of this i just you know i wasn't thinking and then oh wait it was it was
1: you Yes, it was you. me.
2: Yes, I will own up to it. It was me. Oh, it, it wow. was a mistake. It was uh, it was a mistake I shouldn't have done. Um,
0: but, but yeah, full, full disclosure, he, people. Um, I got my ass kicked in that league, so it didn't really matter <laughs> yeah. that he blocked me from from picking up these players. But it's just the principle. <laughs> yeah, and just, it's just the, principle. the intent, right? Um, yeah, that. that